right, now listen. This is a special going in for Penn State. Penn State recruiting is big, and it's time to talk about Penn State recruiting. Um, I recently talked with Lewis Sign, four-star Lewis Sign of Penn State, and um, that's my guy there, man. We always, you know, we're doing good in school, doing this thing. Um, enjoying recruiting. He says going smooth. Of course, I mean, the kid is enjoying himself. I mean, he's one of the best in the nation. And he's enjoying himself. So, you know, I mean, everything's going real good down there in the South. And um, just got much love for him. Now, we want to get to the juicy details, what everybody want. Everybody want to hear where everybody going. I'm going to get to that, man. You know I'm going to get to that. First off, man, I had a lot of fun today. I had to come back. I ain't did a debate in a minute. And, you know, I chop up a lot of cats that are followers because they're good food. It's food. It's food, man. The bait was brought in, man. You get bought in. You can't beat me because I know what I know. I can fall back, leave something back, and then come back. I mean, it's just it's just easy for me because I love, you know, I watch a lot of these shows and I'll be like debating and I'm just one of the best. So I just love to do target practice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, what are you going to do when you don't know what I know? Like, anyway, man. All right. We talking about Penn State. All right, now, let's go to 2019 class, which I really feel like, to be real, I was on something else about this class, man. I, I ain't know really what to think or what to do with this class. Um, when it first, when, before the class first started getting, you know, started after the 2018 class, a very masterful class, um, I started looking at 2019, which is not as talented as 2018. Nothing to take nothing away from these prospects. Not to say they're not talented, but it's just more of a, a group of elite prospects in 2018 than 2019. But it's some bad boys in 2019, and Penn State has gotten their hands on them. Um, and then they got their hands, I'm telling you, when they got um new coach they got to replace Gaddis in the recruiting field going in Florida, um, a guy has opened up a new door for for Penn State in uh, Florida, and um, it's really paid off. Michael Johnson Jr. and John Dunmore have committed. They're in, um, they're in a good position to go after Noah Kane, which I really think is going to go up after him. And I, uh, listen, Zach Harrison and um, Noah Kane, two guys to watch. People think Ohio State. It could be Ohio State. I mean, I really, to me, I'm picking Ohio State right now, but. It could really change up. Michigan and Penn State and Ohio State are there. They are the three teams that are in contention for that. And Penn State is just as in good position as anybody else. I mean, we can look on the crystal ball, but that isn't what the, the recruits say. Zach Harrison, everybody's in the same position. I mean, it's not like Ohio State, but I'm picking Ohio State. If he had to pick right now, I think he'll pick Ohio State. You know what I mean, but Penn State can be tomorrow. It can be. It depends on who impresses Zach Harrison the most. I mean, isn't like that. Ohio State is an overwhelming favorite. If I had to pick the percentage, I would say right now seventy percent Ohio State and um twenty percent Penn State and ten percent Michigan. I think that's how it goes. Everybody says one time it was Ohio State and Michigan. Oh, Penn State has always been in the running for Zach Harrison. Like, what do y'all think Penn State lives at? Nowhere land. Like y'all think, how does Michigan all of a sudden get the cahoots over Penn State when it comes to guys like this when they're involved highly? You think Michigan is gonna like come on? But like I say, I guess people 
uh, uh, calling themselves insiders because they be around these guys and I get I don't know what the heck be going on, man. But that's not what's the deal. Let's just stop it. I'm, and um, it's crazy right now because it's like Zach Harrison to me is the number two prospect in the nation, and um, Kayvon Thibodeau is another guy who I think is number one. I think Zach Harrison's just a beast. But right now, I'm thinking Ohio State right now. I think after the Ohio State-Penn State game, maybe we see what happens. Who knows? But it isn't like Frank is not doing their work. They're recruiting Zach Harrison hard, and we'll see what happens. Lewis Sign. Now, let's talk about that. Everybody wanted to you know, hear about that. Let's talk about Lewis Sign. We, I will announce his top schools. His top schools are Penn State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida, Texas. Those are his top schools. Penn State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida, Texas. Me and him talk via text. You know, hit him up. That's my guy, man. You know, he was like, what's up, man? I'm like, what's going on? How's school going? You know, regular talk, you know. I mean, but, um. School's going good for me, doing this thing. Um, parents are good. Uh, he told me he plans to commit in the upcoming weeks. Uh, he visit he visits Michigan this week. He'll visit Michigan this week, and he'll visit Georgia next week. He does not plan to visit Penn State. Now, oh, hold on, Penn State fan. Oh, God, he's not going to commit to Penn Oh, God, it's a, it's a Georgia thing. No. He said he doesn't plan to visit Penn State because, I mean, he's seen everything he had to see at Penn State. And he said the travel fee, he doesn't have money, I mean, to pull out his socks to go to Penn State. And then, you know, coming from Michigan, he's already going to Michigan. He's going to go to Georgia. You know, that's going to be where he's down south. He doesn't have money like that. He's already been to Penn State. Listen, before these two schools was involved, Penn State was the clear cut to a lot of people. So he's been to Penn State a thousand times. Okay. And I asked him, I like, yo, what do you love about this defense? You know, um, uh, what, what, what caters to your skill set? He said he loves how the linebackers make the secondary's life easier. So that's already catering to his his whole needs. So um, Lewis signed four star. Um, the big thing about Lewis is uh, he's just a guy that's he he has a great IQ. You know, um, great IQ. So it's going to be something to see um, how everything goes according. A lot of people are looking at Michigan. They have Jim Harbaugh. Quit putting so much pressure on Michigan, man. You know. (laughs) I mean, you know, Harbaugh is Harbaugh. But Penn State is clearly going to end up being that team that takes over the uh, Big Ten. It's in that revolving door stage. And um, let's talk about one guy. I want to talk about Jason Owe. I'm so proud of him. Two sacks. Man, this, that's not all y'all done seen out this guy. And he's going to get more reps because of what he can do. Yet to Matos Gross, my guy. Shout out to his pops, Robert. Listen, he was my favorite guy out that class that they had at Penn State. And I knew, I just knew this guy was going to be something nice. Um, um, When you look at other uh, players on their line, I mean, Sharif Miller is, is doing what everybody thought he was going to do. Um. Fred Hansen, PJ Mustafa, Mustafa, um, 
But the big guy that I have been rooting for, and I'm glad to see him doing his thing, is Ellison Jordan, man. Four-star, DT. I mean, this guy can absolutely contribute for this team. And then they – see, right now, Penn State has the best group of defensive tackles they've had since I've been watching Penn State. And it's been a long time. But with Hanson, PJ, and Ellison Jordan coming through, it's going to be something special. Windsor is still a contributor. And Givens right now, this is great depth. Them two guys are good defensive tackles. Givens is an absolute leader. And it's going to make them a good team. Um – Right now, at the linebacker position, Michael Parsons is really fit. It's like he was a natural linebacker all along. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he played defensive end and running back at an elite level. He's just an elite athlete. I think he might be the best athlete Penn State has had since I've been. I mean, you got LeVar Arrington. You got uh, Kijana. You got uh, Derek Williams. It's so many guys. But Michael Parsons is big and fast. He can play. I think it's not a position he can't play too much, except for maybe quarterback, what, offensive line. Okay, we can, we can X the kicker. We can X those out, okay? But when it comes to cornerback, safety, <laughs> defensive line, linebacker, running back, fullback, wide receiver, I think he can play tight end. I think he can play every single one of those. I think at an elite level, honestly. Honestly, I think he can. Um. All right, let's go to um. They got a, a good matchup because Illinois is in the Big Ten. I think they'll go through that. Um, I'm gonna talk about the cornerbacks. A lot of people was like, "How could you evaluate that?" I mean, I'm Dita Johnson. You can't be me. <laughs> you can't. Why are you trying to be you? You trying to wonder how could you do that? <sighs> I swear, guys are crazy, man. Like this is crazy. But Tariq Cashel, Cashel Fields is another guy, cornerback, that I, I like. I remember when they were down to the wire on him, going at it with Alabama for him, and they got him. And I remember talking to Tariq, and he really liked Penn State. And I thought all along I, I had picked him to go to Penn State over Alabama. All the Alabama fans, no, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I remember that battle all through Twitter, a big battle. Alabama went at me. I chopped him up too. You know what I'm saying? And the Tariq committed. Okay, you know, I don't get all of them right. I just get most of them right, you know. Um uh because you know I didn't get um just a couple of guys um that that were elite that you know um that Penn State didn't get. You know, one on one to Kentucky. You know what I mean? Everybody knows if you remember um that year and, and recruiting it was big. Just a real good class, you know, good class all around, good recruiting battles. But anyway, okay, now, three Cashel Fields. I hope, you know, John Reed, I just can't wait to see him on the field, man, from Philly. Shout out, Philly Reed. Uh, Penn State has some good Philly people, man, you know, and, and some hard workers. Um, Amani Araway, Araway, excuse me. I used to, I call him Amani. That's my guy. Um, I mean, I mean, ever since last year, really, he's been that guy. That I've been watching. I ain't never, you know, like not personal talk. You know, I can't say that's my guy like that. Cause when I say it's my guy, really, them guys I talk to. But this is a guy I've just learned to like. Big A, I call him, you know. Um, he really his size and his athleticism really jumped out at me. How he contributed with Christian Campbell last year was big. And he's just continued. He's gonna get drafted. He's a third, fourth round pick. 
could be fourth, fifth round, in between third and fifth round pick. Depends on how he goes, but he has size. NFL people like that. And he's been competitive. He's been the best. Him and um Casual Fields have been the best cornerbacks on Penn State. Uh, Z-Mac has been doing his thing. Zach McPherson has been doing his thing, you know, contributing. Donovan Johnson, they put him in there. He makes a play. He, he's a four-star. That, I mean, he's a guy, listen, he has years. He has great years ahead of him. He could be a return specialist, and, and he can be a two-way guy. I mean, like Penn State has some real good players that you're not even going to hear for until like years, a couple years down the line. And you're going to be like, dang, I forgot they had this guy. Like Donovan Johnson is one of those guys. Uh, Jabari Butler, help on special teams. He came over, was a, um, you know I mean, a transfer. That that corner, that secondary. Then you got Nick Scott. Then you got um, Lamont Wade. Really, at him and Sutherland's adding a great depth to their position. They ain't had in a minute. I mean, you bring them two in, it's like, oh, you bring two dogs in. You know, Gary Taylor. Everybody thought he was lost in the sauce. And I said, don't, don't give up on Gary. Gary Taylor's not going to do anything. And Penn State, <laughs> yo, I love Penn State, but some of them followers and fans are crazy. They lost their mind. Gary Taylor, can he can ball. He won top. You just can't say, you know what I mean? Now, Sterling Jenkins, I was wrong about. Now, I can say that I was wrong about Sterling, but you know, I mean, I, the guy had talent. I mean, I didn't know how was I not to think he wasn't going to live up to it. But once again, though, Penn State had guys that outperformed them, and you know, rightfully so. But Gary Taylor was the guy I, I kept riding with because he came out big, you know, and there was a lot of programs saying Penn State shouldn't have got Gary Taylor, shouldn't have went there. You know, I was getting a lot of stuff from other programs. He shouldn't have went to Penn State anyway. Well, look, he's starting at safety. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's been playing excellent. And the more this team, because this team, see, Penn State lost a lot of experience. And this team gravitated toward growing. You know, you need this team to grow. They're, they're too inexperienced right now. So they're not going to be at their elite level right now. Um, um, I think Penn State really gives you a lot that hasn't evolved together yet. This team is super, super talented. I mean, he just, frankly, them guys just put a whole handful of talent in a bag and just threw it in there. Like, they have a lot of talent, man. And I, this is kudos to the coaching staff at Penn State, man. And offense, the receivers got to catch the ball. KJ Hamlin only guy catching the ball. I mean, these guys is not no 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 nothing receiver. Jawan Johnson is the man. Once he puts it all together, he's gonna be hard to stop. He's physical, he's tall, he has good hands. Show him you got good hands. This wasn't him last year. You know? Um Brandon Polk, I mean, is anybody surprised whoever surprised in college football obviously forgot the markings you give people. He was a four-star. He's like, see, KJ Hamlin's just Brandon Polk 2.0. Two guys that are small and catch the ball, got good speed, but KJ Hamlin's just better. He's, he's Brandon Polk 2.0. That's all it is. He's faster, quicker, better, uh, hands better, but Polk is still a beast. So you got you people forget about their weapons. It's hard to plan for Penn State, even though they're not experienced, because they have so many guys. In that game against Kent State, they're not elite. Of course they're not. But if you can beat a team with a 50-point stretch, that's different. You can easily blow a team out 21-6 to or 30-6. to But when you do it like that, you have something on that team. 
Ricky Slade and Miles Sanders are going to be a problem all year. Then you forget about Jonathan Thomas, who was a three-star running back. Then you got Mark Allen, who was a three-star running back. You got a power back and a small back. Then you got Ricky Slade, you got Miles Thomas. All year long, you're going to have to deal with these four. You don't know what you're going to get. Miles Sanders is the one number one guy, but you still can throw people in there. And 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 Kent State was obviously at first they held their own, but just like what Penn State will do to other teams and most teams this year, you will be overwhelmed because of the depth they have. Um, at receiver, I would just like to talk about the receivers. Daniel George was another. Now he was one of my guys right there. Um, out of Merlin. People forget about this guy. I mean, I know people are like who is this guy? Daniel George is a four star. One of the best receivers, and I think he—I think he's a high four star. I think he should have been rated a little higher, but Daniel George can get down. I think that should preview which y'all should be scared of. People like Matt Kippenhammer and Daniel George and Cameron Sullivan. Y'all forget Penn State is super deep at receiver. This wasn't just hype talk during recruiting. This is for real. Um, Johan Dotson, I think he'll get time to affect the game. I think the way Franklin's doing, especially with the new rule that you can play four games and then still redshirt, I really believe in my in my mind that you'll get a chance to see Johan Dotson this year. And I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see. I don't know who's gonna get redshirted. Like that's that's a surprise. You've been seeing um Nick Tarburton getting time. Okay. Um to another guy on linebacker, I like a lot. And linebacker and receiver, two two positions to talk about. But another guy I like a lot is a DeAndre Tompkins. I'm so glad he showed out. I mean, this guy I think can go to be a uh, around four, fifth round pick, um, even go up to third because of his speed. What he can do at returning the ball, what he can do at catching the ball. I think he'll be an excellent slot receiver in the NFL. I think he'll be an elite slot receiver in the NFL. He has those type of tools. Um, if we can talk about one aspect, it's just I want to get back to is the linebackers. Now, only reason I'm kind of emphasizing in the tight ends, these are, these are two positions, because I want Penn State to know you're in great hands. Danny Dalton can – see, they have to get used to McSorley themselves. They're not used to – Holland – you had Jasicki the whole time, and Holland could be the blocking guy. Now Holland has to be the receiver along with Dalton. They have to put piece people together. Then Pat Freemurf. Yo, Pat is a beast. Pat is a beast. He's one of the top. Him and Zach Koontz, who I really want to see. That's the guy I can't wait to see Koontz out of PA. Zach Koontz, I mean, this guy can ball. I mean, six, seven, I can't wait till he gets on the field. And then looking at how Pat can catch the ball, just think when these two guys get on the ball, who's going to be able to stop Penn State when these two guys are the two tight ends? And then you got other guys coming like Johan Dotson, Justin Shorter, um, Daniel George, um, KJ Hamler. I mean, this is so many guys are going to be there. Cameron Sullivan, um, Daniel George. I mean, I just said that um, Cameron Sullivan, Matt Kippenham, they're all going to be there. They're all going to be there. They're all going to be there, and they're all going to be there to, I mean, evolve. And then you still got other guys coming in. It's just a happy situation, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're James Franklin, you have to be not only 
satisfied, but you got to be keep on recruiting. You got to keep on adding depth because you know this is what wins these these games because you've been getting better each year through your recruiting. So he's going to do his thing. All right, now I just say y'all in good hands because Holland's cool. Holland's a good player. I don't know, you know what I mean, but as a college tight end, he's good. He can do both. He can catch. He can block. Um, Danny Dalton can catch the ball. He has good hands. And as the season goes on, they'll get better and the chemistry will get better. And that's what you got to watch out for because these guys are not just guys who are going to be decent. They can end up being real good. They can end up being good, especially Danny Dalton. I think Danny Dalton is the better offensive player, but Pat is better than him. But Danny right now is the experienced guy. He's going to make moves. He Like, don't take nothing away from Danny Dalton. Danny Dalton is a good player. And they've all, a lot of people been dropping passes this year. It's just been a, a chemistry thing. Like I told it's a chemistry thing. Ball right in their hands. They ain't got that confidence. The mind, listen, the game is 80% to 90% mental. You can have all the talent you want, but if you're not thinking right, if you're not, your IQ, if you're not in sync with who's throwing the ball, that can knock your whole talent level off. And that's right now what's going on. People have to get comfortable with each other at Penn State. Now we go to LBU. This is the whole, I've been waiting to get on this conversation for a minute. Um, Micah Parsons is is that guy. Him and Jesse Lucetta are those guys. And Ellis Brooks, they look like they will all three be those guys to eventually. Micah Parsons on one side, Ellis Brooks in the middle, Jesse Lucetta. I think that's just going to be it. I think that's it. I think that's the future. Uh, everybody else who's there, Cam Brown. I think Cam Brown is an absolute stud at linebacker. Cole Farmer's struggling. He's struggling right now. I don't know what's going on, but we'll see uh, how things turn out. But Luketta and Parsons are really gaining ground on on on, on those. I mean, the, the coaching staff obviously is in favor of these guys, and it just seems like they're really making things happen. Now, um, other guys that will be on this team that will that'll, that'll make things happen, that are, you know, deep guys. Um, uh, Isaiah Humphreys, we'll see what uh, we haven't heard. Braylon Fazen and Walden, we, I mean, nobody's heard from these guys. These are depth guys, the guys that have talent. And we'll see what happens with these guys. But um, right now, Lucetta and Parsons are it and Brooks. I've I, I'm, I'm just been looking at and evaluating. And, and Cam Brown does his, you know, does his thing. No doubt about it. So it's Cam Brown, Ellis Brooks, Jesse Lucetta, and Michael Parsons, and that should let you know that that whole LBU is back. Jarvis Miller as the depth. They talk about Dylan Darian. He's a guy with some depth on there. You know, they got depth, but the two studs. I mean, the three studs I, I've seen. They have just came in there, and you tell they they've impressed the staff is Ellis Brooks, Jesse Lucetta, and Michael Parsons. And why Michael Parsons is such a good fit? He can play middle. He can play strong, weak side. He can play. <laughs> This kid is something else. I mean, that was really a gem that they got. Like, that was really a gem that Penn State got, Michael Parsons. For one, him playing on the outside linebacker spot, I feel like it's better anyway because he was a, he was a pass rusher in college. He was an absolute beast. So when it's time for him to rush the passer, he's going to be something different. Like, he, I think that's going to be his NFL position as an outside linebacker. I think that is the that is the right position for him. Give him that space to rush the pass so he can tackle you. I mean, he's going to be an absolute standout. Okay, let's talk about the 2019 class some more. Let's get on this. Um, all right. 
Now everybody wanna talk Noah Kane. Noah Kane, I feel like there is a big, big um definitely a big hole there for Penn State to grab. Um Penn State and Noah Kane, everybody has I remember when I said, Oh, well, you know, Noah Kane can go to Penn State and they're like, How could you choose that? He's clearly not gonna he's gonna go to Texas. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> well, because he went to the to <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, kids have fun. Kids have fun. And it's crazy because he just came from a visit. And not only did I see the visit and hear about the visit, as we all do, we do our research. I also got, you know, scoops from people I've talked to about him liking Penn State. Penn State is one of his favorite. He liked Penn State. They're one of his top schools at the visit. And he really feels big about him. You know, Texas was a, a clear favorite at the time. But after he went to Penn State, now he has to reevaluate his decisions. I mean, that's just what happened. So Noah Kane, everything's up in the air. There's no clear-cut favorite. But Penn State is one of the favorites. I mean, you know, you got Ohio State, you got LSU, you got Texas. They're all still in it. You know what I mean? You got these guys, they're still in it. But Penn State is just up there with anybody else. Don't, oh, no, he's going to go. No. That's not how it is. You know what I mean? Um, Brandon Strange, I pick him to go to Penn State, y'all. Brandon Strange, I pick him to go to Penn State. Um, I had an interview with him real early, and I, I was like, Penn State. I was like, Penn State. I said, you know, and then after, you know, talking to people close to the whole situation recently, well, in the last month, really, I haven't really been able to. It's been a lot. I've been out of town, and then I've been doing a lot of work and just a lot of groundwork about to open up NFL draft room, you know. But Brenton Strange, I mean, after talking to him, y'all can go to Facebook and, 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 and Google that, you know, um, conversation I had with him, Brenton Strange and Lita Johnson, and, you know, you can see the interview. Um, David Bell, he's going to Penn State. This is what I, I've always felt that. Everybody who, all the ends, they know that. Oh, he's going to go. No, I think he's going to Penn State. I just don't. Um, Trevor Keegan, I don't really know where, you know, every, every school's up in the air. I mean, Penn State could move in somewhere, but I don't really see that as a, um, as an absolute Penn State. I don't think that's Penn State. I just don't think he's Penn State. I think he's more, more, um, into the South. More in the South right now. I mean, we'll see what happens, but um, we can look at Georgia. Georgia's, a, um, I think, is a school that could gain ground. Georgia's just been gaining so much ground. And for them to go after Keegan, I think he eventually makes that move. But Michigan is big right now. I mean, but Michigan's also been losing some battles when it comes to some of the bigger powerhouses. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll just see what happens with that. Uh Ja'Kai Moore. I really don't know where to go on that one, but you can stay at Penn State. But it just depends on what Penn State wants. I think if Penn State wants Ja'Kai, they, they can get him. There's no doubt about it. He's an impressive guy. He can play tackle or guard. I mean, he's impressive. Um, I can roll with Penn State. I can roll there or I can roll at, I mean, South Carolina's been gaining ground. But I, I might I might have to just go with Penn State. I, I don't think I can budge on Penn State because they've been doing such a good job at recruiting him. 
So we'll see how that goes. I mean, Penn State has room. They're going to go after some guys, and I think he's one of the guys to keep an eye on. Jerry Harrison Hunt, listen, I've been – shout out to Coach Jason Brown of Christ the King. I've been keeping up with Christ the King for a very long time. And so I know these recruits up there. Jerry Harrison Hunt was one of the late bloomers from Christ the King that I found out about because I knew about Tyreek Murphy. I knew about Daryl Fuller. You know, I knew about Jaleel Watson. You know, I knew about these guys, good guys, guys that can play. I knew about Rudy Silvera. And Jerry Harrison Hunt is a guy who, you know, turned into a big-time player. And it's always been Penn State. I mean – Ohio State's been trying, of course, because he's with Penn State. Georgia, all they all come after Penn State now. <laughs> Georgia and Ohio State, you know, that's their thing. I mean, they they know they have the best, you know, players. It's always a recruiting battle. Okay, um, I also talked to Hudson Henry, okay? I talked to him, the number one tight end in the nation. I called him. You know, I'm in Arkansas. He goes to Pledge Academy High School. And I talked to him. And um, I think he's a five-star. They got to quit playing. They got to quit playing, man. They got to quit playing. Stop it. Quit playing. But um, I think every every school is up in the air. Every school he has, Arkansas, Stanford, Clemson, Penn State, Wisconsin, all of them are on the same map. And it's not like people are thinking, oh, well, Arkansas, oh, well. Well, y'all can say Arkansas because he lives in Arkansas. <laughs> A lot of people are making that suggestion, but Hudson Henry knows he has a wide open, wide open market, wide open market. I mean, people are all going for this guy. They they want this guy, you know. And and in my opinion, um, if you ask me who I think he'll go to right now, okay, if you ask me right now who I think he'll go to, I think it'll be Arkansas. Right now, but at the same time, if Penn State makes a makes a makes a push, if Penn State makes a push, then you gotta definitely. I, I'm definitely, you know. But Stanford is right there. Stanford been trying to, and I'm I, like, if I say Arkansas, I can say Arkansas all day, man. I can really roll with Arkansas. I, I really think Arkansas could make that roll. But Stanford is is going so hard right now, man. I mean, it's 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 a toe drag. But me being who I was, I had to find out the scoop. So I called, you know, I texted him. He was like, yo, all of them is just, I love all schools. He, he loves Penn State for what they do and, and how, how they operate. And, you know, we'll just see what happens. It just depends on what school impresses him the most. This is one of those recruits. Just like Zach Harris, it's one of those recruits. I mean, he likes all programs. Nobody has completely overwhelmed him. He had a good – he always has a good time at Arkansas. I mean, he's in state. But to get Stanford and Penn State guys like that recruiting him, I mean, he's impressed. He's impressed. So we'll just see where that goes. That's the up in the air. Zach Harrison, Hudson Henry. I mean, if you want me to make a decision, I'm going to say Arkansas right now. But it could definitely change tomorrow. I said Stanford. I said Stanford a couple weeks back. I remember I was talking to some people and off the record. And I didn't say it on the podcast or on Twitter. I was like, yo, Stanford. But, you no, know, the way Arkansas, his visit he had with Arkansas um, went so good. It's just not looking like. What what's gonna make him move from home? And look, this is the decision I'm making is is a clear cut edge decision. 
So it's like I'm making this off of, you know, recent visit or something. You know what I mean? So it's big right now. Um, It's going to be a lot to persuade him. It's going to be some things that um people have to understand about these recruits. They have to go through a lot. And so it's going to be something big. It's going to be really something big to see. Um how he plays and how he does. Um, Plastic Academy is a good school. It's one of those schools to prepare you for college. So he's a smart kid. Um, he's 6'5", 225. If Penn State can somehow pull a rabbit out the hat and get him, that could happen. I mean, are they going to court him? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Now, um, you want to talk about uh, other, like, Commits that got me that I knew was going to happen with Joey Porter Jr. I, I even left that alone. You know, Joey Porter Jr. was off the radar, but I was like, you know, if he if he if Penn State goes after him, he's going to commit. That's one of those guys, kind of like the Sky Lewis thing I was doing with Nova. If anybody knows about that, but if Penn State goes after him, they're going to and he committed. That was it. Jalen Curry, the same thing. If Penn State goes after him, I don't know how how much that's going to stay. I don't think that's going to stay real big, you know. I think Auburn is graining crazy ground. Everybody's been realizing that. But Penn State is right there. Penn State could easily take that. I mean, because Penn State has been gaining super ground with Jalen Curry. So, just watch out for Jalen Curry on that note. I think Penn State is, is able to... Get more receivers. That's just going to be crazy. And when I saw it, I was like, who, what? They're going after another receiver? Like, what's going on right now? You know, Cornelius Johnson, I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. Don't even, don't even look at that. I don't know. Nah, no, no. It's just, no. It's not going to happen. That's a, um, it's not the Penn State thing. Penn State's not recruiting him hard enough. It's not going to happen. I just don't see that going down. Um, Notre Dame looks like a very big. Um, I mean, what I hear people say, Notre Dame is is his pick, and you know he loves them a lot, and they're recruiting them hard. You know, um, if we look at um, this class, this class is impressive. Uh, Noah Polar Gates knows he's going to Alabama. People stop saying that we could get. Stop hitting my inbox up. Could we get Polar Gates? No. It's over with. Uh, Aaron Young. Rutgers is doing a good recruiting job. This, and they're getting a guy from Pennsylvania. And I think Aaron Young. I think Penn State wants Noah Kane. I think. But if Penn State goes in after Aaron Young and they go in hard, he's going to Penn State. I'm pretty sure he's been watching TV. <laughs> so he knows what the running backs are able and get equipped to do. But Noah Kane, I think. Penn State's going to load up the Gretchen North Kane. You know, I've been getting a lot of um, people telling me and a lot of good sources telling me that Penn State will go in after Noah Kane. They're not rushing this class. Guys like uh, they could. Hudson Henry is a guy and Noah Kane and Zach Harrison are two guys or three guys that they know they can get if they, you know, do this right. You know, I mean, but our guys after them, Texas, like we said with Noah Kane, you got Texas LSU. Going hard at them, you know. Zach Harrison, we got Michigan, Ohio State. Hudson Henry, you got Stanford and Arkansas. So there's work to be done. Uh, Josiah Miaman. Now, 
I don't really think Penn State's interested that hard. Okay, I mean, he's a tight end. They got Brenton Strange, and they got Hudson Henry on their plate. So I think if these guys don't commit, like if these guys, Hudson Henry and Brenton Strange, don't commit, then you will see, we will see uh, Josiah Miaman, who is um, he's a, he's a good athletic pr- uh, prospect, you know, but that's just a plan B. And y'all think because of his, his rating, he's not good. For one, y'all forgot who James Franklin was, man, what he does with players. Okay, Rodis Johnson. Now, see, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's totally interesting. I don't think Penn State is interested as hard in him because we would have already, you know what I mean, saw. But he's taking time with his commitment. He's taking time. Just trying to see and weigh options and see what happens. I think if Penn State would to go hard after him, then we will be seeing a lot more with him. It's a real quiet recruitment right now. Uh, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan, people are all in on that. Okay. And right now it's a um it's a twist and a turn to see what happens. John Dixon, you know, at the Jordan Minor, um it's um, my guy there, tell him uh hope he gets good and everything goes great for him. John Dixon, everything's up in the air. I mean, sources done told me everything's up in the air. He's just chilling, falling back, and, you know. I mean, the guy's enjoying his recruitment, having Ohio State, Miami, and Alabama, and Penn. they all after him. I mean, the guy's, he's a good player. Um, one of the best corners in the nation. Ben Smiley, he's back, opening his recruitment. Now, watch out. Watch out just a little bit for Penn State. They were involved about Smiley. They were. Okay. But Virginia Tech is um, opening up there. <laughs> They're also another team that's always going hard at them. But we'll see what happens. I, I think Penn State's a little loaded, but they haven't really, you know, uh, loaded up on this class in defensive tackles. Um. If we look at a lot of uh, players on this this class, I mean Renato Brown. People want to. I don't. Um, his recruiting's up in the air right now. Offensive tackle six three three ten really would move to guard. I think if he went to Penn State. Okay, those are the guys. Those are the guys. And um, who do I think Penn State could get right now? So these are Isaacs and uh. Jerry Harrison Hunt, that that's that's automatic. I think I've I've said th- they're gonna get those two. They're gonna get two unbelievable players added to their. I'm, I think they just gotta be excited and ready. Um, I really believe wholeheartedly that you know that's just a just a just a great great program of of players for 2019. Um. Now, basketball, see, we got to take that to a whole nother level because I really believe that people need to wait and really see what's going on with Penn State and basket, their basketball class. Looking at this basketball class, 2019. Now, Patrick Kelly's a three-star. He's worked hard, 6'7", 190. Has worked hard. They are the number 26 uh, class in the nation. Okay, and you still got guys that are Joseph Gerard, Dante Scott, Seth Lundy. All of them could still, they're hot. They, they got Penn State. I mean, it's all up in the air. It's my guy Seth there. I mean, LaSalle is hard after Seth, and so is Georgetown. So that's big. 
That's big, okay? Also, LaSalle is hard after Seth. So, you know, so, so, you know what I mean? Um, real hard. I mean, he's probably one of the most coveted um, small fours in the nation. Now, Dante Scott, another explosive talent. Penn State is after him, but so is LaSalle. He's a top priority of LaSalle. Temple also after him. You know, they're, they're, they're after him hard. Uh, Joseph Gerard. Now, I don't know where that's going to go to. Now, where could you see? Syracuse is on him super, but so is Penn State. And then you got Duke. They're in the trenches, but you know Duke is after other guys. They're not prioritizing Gerard. Um, Abdul Tisimbala, another three-star center. Now, in my opinion, man, I mean he, he plays just like Mike Watkins. It gives you a, a, another guy that that can come in in the inside and definitely be a, a force. Uh, Justin McCoy, a score. I mean, that was just a big surprise. Good score to get. Now, let's talk about Maceo Austin. This is one of the guys I can see committing to Penn State. I mean, I've been saying this for a minute about Maceo, man. I think Maceo is a Penn State player. A good shooting guard, 641 said this will give them another good class. I mean, one of the best class they had since the Tony Carr, Lamar Stevens, Nazir Bostic class. And there are other guys involved that they're just, they're just too high, man. I mean, Chris Ledlam. We'll see where that goes uh, if Penn State gets involved with that. And they're still trying to get involved with Seth Lundy. Naheem McLeod. Once again, another LaSalle battle. Penn State battling the big fives again. Oregon and Rhode Island. I remember talking to Naheem McLeod not too long ago. I had an interview with him. And he talked about how... Uh, Rhode Island and LaSalle were, to me, the two schools. And you got Florida State. People are thinking Florida State um, would grab Naheem McLeod. People are coming in with these predictions of Florida State. Now, we'll see how that rocks and we'll see how that goes. But I really think that you got to watch out for LaSalle and you got to watch out for Rhode Island. Now, Florida State, I think, is maxed over Rhode Island, but the relationship that Naheem McLeod has with Ashley Howard since his days at Penn State is going to factor, and we're going to see how that goes. But, you know, watch out for, you know, Penn State. I don't know if they have a, a run in there on Naheem McLeod, but he likes Penn State, but I doubt it. But um, LaSalle is who Florida State has to watch out for. It's no doubt people have to really look at um, – what's been going on and how he's been addressing things and just talking to him. I already know exactly what's going on. Um, Penn State's recruiting class is going to be good regardless. Just having it as a 20, if they ended it like this, it'd be good. They got some good players that's going to come in and really, you know, contribute. Um, We'll see what else happens with Penn State as far as the 2019 class, but that's where their class is going right now. You want to know who they're going to – I think Macy Austin commits. Um, don't worry about anybody else as far as, uh, like, I don't think Gerard will commit. I don't think Dante Scott will commit. I don't think Seth Lundy will commit. I think Macy Austin is that guy. Uh, and then, you know, Penn State goes after, you know, other guys or, or maybe another player that they're, they're eyeing real good, you know. Judah Jordan is a guy that could definitely commit. Um 
Uh, let's just talk about Mike Adams Woods. Let's talk about Sharif Kenny. Okay. Uh, we can even talk about Jalen Williams. Okay. Guys that I feel like could obviously commit to uh, Penn State. But we got to wait. We got to wait and see what happens. All right, man. I, I, I had to go in for Penn State. Had to go in. Keep y'all update on recruiting and what's been going on. Um, the one thing I want to end it on is next year. Rasir Bolton, Miles Dredd. It was just like getting Tony Carr and Lamar Stevens all over again, man. All over again. Um, just really adds to the culture of that team. You want to see who's going to commit? Could be Maceo Austin, Judah Jordan. Those are two guys that we could look, look for to commit. One of those two guys. All right. One of those two guys to commit. And then um, if you're trying to look for some other guys who you feel, I feel like could maybe make a little noise on the recruiting circuit. Um, if you're looking at Sharif Kenny, maybe is a guy that could make some no, noise on the recruiting circuit. They've gotten there. They got Patrick Kelly, got a small forward. Uh, they're aiming for a shooting guard, and they've uh, handed out some offers, some power forwards, and they haven't really gotten a commitment from any power forwards. Okay, uh, except for you know, Abdul Tisimbala is a guy that um he's a center, so you're looking at a big guy right there. As far as power forwards go, they haven't really gotten a commitment from any power forwards, so maybe they'll try to go after some. Um, Yavis Giltikian is a guy to look at. Penn State's making moves at him, um, but he's he's a guy who's been rated as a three star now. I've been telling people he's really a four star. Georgetown's looking real big for that, so watch out. Okay, um, Georgetown is a, a team that, and then you got um, a lot of people really have high hopes and high um aspirations for another recruit you know that 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 justin winston who committed to the bonnies big time player um i'm proud of that guy really proud of that guy um they're gonna penn state's gonna go deep man i'm trying to give the the best hopes for this Penn State Union because I feel like Penn State is going to be big in basketball. I want people to be behind Penn State basketball. They need to be behind Penn State basketball. Mole Sissoko is another Penn State guy. Sissoko. He's a guy that, you know, I reached just recently, man. I mean, I'm just recently getting to him. I mean, and he has some skill and he's 6'10. So it's like he's long. 610 and Penn State's looking for people with size. But right now getting Simbala is 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 a big thing there. I mean, that's a big thing. They need big guys. You know, Watkins is gonna be gone soon. They need big guys. You know, you got Satchel Pierce. You know, he's coming back this year. People are forgetting Satchel Pierce is even coming back, and Penn State's gonna have a, a more depth. So um Trey Mitchell's another guy. Um been on their radar, but he's not going to be there. Zach Fremantle committed to Xavier. They've been recruiting real hard this year. I got to get it. They've been recruiting absolutely tough, absolutely tough this year. 
And they've been in the mix for so many guys like uh, Maxwell Local Lloyd, who committed to Penn. Shout out to Penn, okay? Um, Eric Dixon, who committed to Villanova. They've been in the mix for some guys. So Villanova, you have to be – I mean, Penn State has to be excited about the the recruiting job. All the, everybody trying to down Chambers, all the followers hitting, oh, Chambers ain't doing a good job. The man won the NIT. I mean, they wasn't even in the NIT last year. I mean, come on. All right, man. I'm going to be out. This was going in for PSU Sports. Um, I, I'll do another one, you know, sometime in the week or whenever I get the, the hotness to y'all. I mean, I've been everywhere. I've been doing so much recruiting work and so much. I just had to – I got to give them this, man. Got to give it to them. All right? Until next time, man, I got y'all. PSU fans, we are.